0: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Paul Staniland. I'm at the University of Chicago and the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. Uh, I'm really pleased to be joined today by Christoph Jaffrelot, who is the author of many books, but most recently, Modi's India Hindu Nationalism and the Rise of Ethnic Democracy. Uh, Christoph, what would you say is the core argument of your new book? Well, the core argument is
1: primarily that the rise of Hindu nationalism is a response to the rise of the lower caste in the late 20th century, early 21st century, from the 1990s onward. And this uh, reaction of the uh, elite groups, upper caste, middle class uh, of India, um, you know, first of all, used Hindu nationalism as a repertoire. And at the first part of the book, but the first, the first part of the book ends with the idea that, well, Hindu nationalism was not enough, and um, the need for a leader, a popular leader, a populist leader, arose very quickly, and Narendra Modi, who was inventing a new repertoire for the BGP in Gujarat, at that time in the early 2000s, uh, became the man, and. Uh, the, the second part of the book is precisely on, on the way populism found expression in Indian politics in the first decade of uh, the 21st century, and the victory of 2014 is, is, is a key episode in, in this story. And the last part of the book, the third part of the book, is in, in the same vein. Uh, in in a continuation if you want of what the two first parts say that there are affinities between populism and authoritarianism and these affinities um, are very much at play in the way the populist leader can emancipate himself from institutions because he has a legitimacy and that prevails over legality the legality of the judiciary of the parliament of so many institutions so there are th- three sequences and therefore you can say three arguments in this book, the reaction to the democratization of Indian democracy, found expression in Hindu naturalism slash populism slash authoritarianism.
0: Okay. Thank you. So in the subtitle of the book, you use the phrase ethnic democracy, which seems very important to this broader story. And I was wondering, What do you mean by that? What do you mean by ethnicity? And what's its relationship to democracy in the argument of the book?
1: Well, in this particular book, ethnicity is a way to designate a certain interpretation of Hinduism, of religion at large, but Hinduism in particular. For Hindu-nationalists, Hinduism is more than a religion. It's, as they say, a way of life. It's a culture. It's a group. It's a people. The Hindus are the descendants of the Vedic fathers, of the founders of the Hindu civilization. And this is very similar to Zionism, uh, when you see where you see Jews as a people and Judaism as their culture, um, and not only a religion. Well, this is the analogy. Ethnic democracy is a phrase that has been used primarily to designate the very specific brand of democracy that Israel has invented. A democracy where you have a judiciary that is relatively independent, a free press, or a relatively free and critical press, of course elections, but at the same time, all citizens are not equal. Minorities are not Entitled to the same rights uh, as the majority. Majoritarianism, if you want, is another uh, synonym for um, ethnic democracy. Uh, in, in Israel, of course, it's a deure situation. In India, it's a de facto situation, but the amendment to the Citizenship Act that was passed two years ago suggests that it may become a de facto from a de facto to a deure situation as well.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, I wanted to conclude by asking you to reflect upon the differences and similarities between the current period and a period you also recently wrote a book about, a co-authored a book about, uh, The Emergency of 1975 to 1977. Do you see similarities, differences? How should we think about these periods in dialogue with one another?
1: It's a very good question, and I'll have to be very schematic. But similarities first, the leader matters a lot. The charisma of Indira Gandhi and the charisma of Narendra Modi are very similar. And never forget that Max Weber defined charisma not as virtue but as exceptionalism. These were exceptional leaders who did exceptional things. Uh, Indira Gandhi broke Pakistan into two pieces, um, tested uh, the nuclear device for the first time, and next. Um, Um, Sikkim, uh, Narendra Modi was the man who uh, uh, presided over the first uh, pogrom of post-independence India against Muslims since partition. He was the one who did the Balakot strike in, in Pakistan, he was also the one who demonetized